Hey, well, today we're continuing our discussion around websites. So last week we took a bit of a deep dive into the website and why it is such an asset for the music artist. We talked about how uh, it can just really grow your relationship level with your audience because they can just dive deeper into everything that you do and everything you have to offer as a music artist through your website. And the reason is you can point them to exactly what you want them to see. So we're a little bit limited with Instagram and YouTube, what they actually see. Uh, we're not in control of that platform. Whereas on our website, we can kind of put in front of them exactly what's important to us and exactly like map out the the journey that they can follow exactly. So what we're doing today, I've got my screen shared here. We're actually going to look at some other artists websites. So some big name websites and also some local artists and just see what they're doing and kind of analyze their websites. And hopefully this should give you a little bit of inspiration to kind of go and attack yours or maybe tweak yours a little bit just to make sure that the purpose of your website really comes across clearly. And that's one thing that we're going to be especially looking for today is just what is that message? What is that one thing that that artist is trying to get across through their website and how have they gone about doing that? So if you're listening on the podcast and thinking, oh, this isn't for me because I can't see it, I'm going to be explaining this as well as I can. So I think this is still going to be a valuable episode for you. So stick, stick with me, but we're going to jump into my screen share now and talk about artist websites. I'm Craig from the Dot of That Studio. I'm talking to musicians who want to become artists. So this uh, YouTube channel, this podcast is all about leveling up as a musician. So wherever you are in your music artist journey, this uh, the content on this channel, on this podcast is just designed to help you go to the next step, whatever that next step may be. And today we're looking at websites. So I've got my screen ready to share here. We're just going to look at some artist websites and just learn a few things from them. So the first name I'm going to type into here is Ed Sheeran. There he is. So we're looking at the blink test to start with, right? So what is what do we see before we even have time to blink? What loads up on this website? What What is the clear message Ed Sheeran wants us to see when we go on this website? So let's have a look here. New album out 29th of October. That is pretty damn clear what he wants us to see. He's got a new album out. He wants us to pre-order it or pre-save it, pre-add it in our Spotify. So we can see nothing else on this page, nothing about tour dates, nothing about anything else except for this new album. So it's pretty clear before we blink, we know, oh, he's got a new album out. We should buy that. So then we can scroll down for more. So let's do that. See what you've got here is like, that's called the fold. So you see where that picture changes there. That's called the fold. So what you want is everything above your fold is the first thing that they're going to see when they open up that website. So what your clear messaging should all be above the fold. You shouldn't have to scroll down to find out the main the main thing that you want to get across. It should all be above the fold there. So you can see as you go down, exclusive web store. So he's got the second thing is all the signed products available. Uh, again, all about this new album. So this is all brand new merch all around this new album. Then you got the brand new music video. If you haven't seen that, you should have a look at it. It's very cool cinematography. They've done really well with that. It's obviously got a nice healthy budget there to be able to do music videos with. So we're looking at uh, new album, new merch, new music, and that is it. So this is actually enter site. So this is actually just a homepage that he's chucked in front of his website. So if we click through here now, we can see his actual website which is super, super simple by the look of it. Just a white background. Um, but again, he's got his new music video there, brand new single. 
Um, he's got tour, no shows on just at the moment, obviously uh, with the pandemic and all. And then, yeah, latest news. So that looks like a blog sort of thing. And then the latest merchandise. So what's cool about this is because he's got that page in front of his page, he can kind of update that. So if he was to do a 2022 tour, he could change that first initial screen there to say, buy tickets to a show, like make sure you get along to the venue when I come to your town. So it could kind of shift like that without him having to change the fundamentals of his actual website here, which is a cool thing to do. So within this website, you've got news, which is going to be, I'd imagine, all about his new album, uh, tour, which like he said, he doesn't have anything at the moment. So that's kind of gone, no scheduled shows. Then it's kind of some stuff that he does want you to do instead of going instead of buying tickets to a tour right now buy some merchandise and this is really cool here so follow and subscribe to be the first to know when ed's coming to your area so this is a super super powerful tool within a website is to get someone's email address and get them on your mailing list so you'll see i'd imagine all of these websites that we go through today are going to have this and and some of them, that might be the focal thing that they want you to focus on is get on the mailing list. This is a benefit for Ed Sheeran because if you chuck your name in the mailing list, as soon as those tour dates come out, you're going to be the first to know about them, which means you're most likely to probably buy tickets because you don't want them to sell out. So rather than Ed Sheeran wanting to rely on you coming to his website and checking, if he can get you on his mailing list, then as soon as he's got news, it lands in your inbox and you can actually purchase it. So if you want to be making money off your music, you want to get your loyal fans right in your backyard, right in your mailing list so that you can send them anything that comes out. So I'd imagine with this uh, new music that he's got, everyone on his mailing list would be like, bang, there's a new album coming out. And he would have made a bunch of purchases before it even went anywhere else because he's got a loyal fan base through his email list that he's generated right here from his website. So it's just such a great music money-making tool is to have a email list alongside your website. So again, if we go into music and videos, we've got the top tracks here. You can check his playlists, um, all purchasable. Again, he wants you to subscribe there. Latest music video, you can buy some of his latest music there. In, uh, in conclusion with this website, it's all about his new album. So he doesn't need to he doesn't need to put a bio. He's famous enough that he doesn't need, this is who I am, this is the kind of music I write. He's not really interested in tour dates at the moment. He's, that's, not his, uh, that's not his focus. He wants to sell you a new CD and he wants to sell you some merch. So that is the purpose of his website. And within the blink test, blink test, that is very, very obvious. Let's chuck in somebody else. Let's go an Australian, Amy Shark. Let's have a look at Amy Shark's website. So amyshark.com. What's the blink test here? What do we got? Cry Forever, new album featuring love songs. So this, again, really, really similar, even though it's different art and it's different branding than Ed Sheeran's, it's, it's exactly the same thing. It's like, don't be distracted by anything else. I want you to buy this new album, Cry Forever. That's the purpose of this website. And again, that's all above the fold there. So if we scroll down under that, you've got, oh, she's really pumping it here. You've got the album cover now. So that's like a cover photo that says buy the album. Then it goes to an album cover. And then it goes to music videos from that album. So her main priority is buy the album. It's out now. So you click on that. Does that take us to a store or something? Yep, the thread shop. So you can buy the album here or some of the merch around it. Let's go back. So they want you to click that button. The main thing, if she wants you to do one thing when you get to her website, is to click that button and buy her new music. 
It keeps going down. You can have a look at her music videos. So she's going to be, uh, you know, showing off the new songs in this video format. And what's really cool about this is that that's all embedded to YouTube. So without having to go to YouTube, we, we hit play there. That's going to count as a view on her YouTube channel, which is super powerful because we don't then watch an Amy Shark song and then an Ed Sheeran song and then something else because they're in the YouTube algorithm. We're on her website here watching just her videos. And so she's in control of how that is laid out. And that's super important. So if we're just relying on YouTube, we really don't have control over what video YouTube is going to make your viewers want to see next. But we're on the website here. We do have more control over that. So that's really cool. Scrolling down further, so she's got the singles, uh, I'd imagine, from her new album there. Uh, nice big photo. So her branding is really, really simple, really, really neat and elegant there. Uh, nice big picture of her. Then we're going into tour. She's got a couple of dates up. Um, but that's quite a ways down the page. So that's not, I think, because they're, what, December, February. So right now she's not going to be pushing the tour so much. I'd imagine she'll be wanting to wait till restrictions kind of open so that people are more willing to buy as she starts advertising that. So that's kind of buried in a page again. Uh, again, another nice big picture. And she's doing this parallax effect here, which just looks super, super neat. Uh, she's got news a bit lower, which so clicking through that is going to take you to blog posts, I'd imagine. She's got pictures of her packing all the vinyls by the look of it. So it's pretty cool. If you wanted to go a bit deeper, you could figure it out. She's got a newsletter tab here where I imagine she'd get you to sign up. So a little bit surprising that she hasn't got a, a really obvious sign up to my mailing list on her site. I imagine we could find one, like I said, if you hit that subscribe thing down the bottom. So what happens if we hit a newsletter here? So that's when we can, that's when we chuck in our email address and we get on her mailing list there. So uh, again, just super powerful. Absolutely get a mailing list. I'm going to do some future episodes in that, interview some people around mailing lists because that's the way as an independent that you're going to be making money. That's the way that you can make sales and actually push your music out to people that are already interested in buying it rather than just chucking it up on social and hoping that one of the people that scroll past it like it. The people on your mailing list have already made a dedicated choice to follow your music because they're an actual fan. So they're the ones that are going to be spending money on your music, which is cool. All right, let's look at someone else. Let's look at, I work with this guy heaps to do a bit of sort of artist coaching with this guy, Robbie Mortimer. I haven't looked at his website though. So let's have a look at that. RobbieMortimer.com. So he's got his own URL, which is cool. Okay, so we open up Robbie's and he knows that I'm talking about this. So that's all good. This isn't a super clear message. So before we blink, we don't really know what he wants us to do. So he's got, he's got a few tabs here, which stuff. So at this point, the ball's in our court as to what we want to do. So if, we wanting, if we're wanting to book Robbie for a show, we can click on that. If we're wanting to know about his music, we can click on that. Buy his merch, we can click on that. But there's nothing that he's pushing for us to do. He's leaving it open. So this isn't the worst thing in the world because it is clearly labeled up here what you want. But I think a far better thing that Robbie could do is say, you know, he's got a new single that he's put out last week. So he could be like my new single. And I get that it's frustrating because it means you're constantly going in and updating your website. But yeah, if he could just push people to his new single, everyone who goes to his site is going to go through those motions. So like we did with Ed Sheeran and Amy Shark, we would go, oh, there's this new album. I want to hear that. Let me know about it. Whereas here, we, we could book Robbie for a show without even knowing that he's got new music coming out. So that 
uh, yeah, that's something that he could fix up. I like the orange. I like the look here. So this picture has kind of shown a bit of his branding. You kind of know what to expect a little bit. Upcoming events. So, I mean, that is awesome. All those, he's well booked. Uh, gets a lot of gigs. Got more gigs than Amy Shark there by a lot. Um, so an about me section, let's have a look at that. So this is going to be um, his little bio. So I think while ever we're growing and building an audience, we kind of need a bio. You can get to the point where you're Amy Shark or Ed Sheeran and you no longer probably need that bio because everyone knows who you are. Um, we've, you know, we've researched enough about you to not have to read what you say about yourself. Whereas when we're up and coming, like Robbie is here, we probably do need to say a little, a little bit because not everyone that goes to our website might necessarily know who we are. So what I would do with this bio here is just that's, that's a lot of text in one spot. So I don't know how many people would take the time to read everything there. They might just skim through it. I know me and my reading habits, I would just skim a couple of those things and probably not read through all of it. So you could probably get away with making that as a quarter of the size, um, just making the font punch a bit better, maybe bolding a couple of th- important points or whatever so people are able to just skim by it and kind of get a gist of it without going super deep. But in saying that, I'm sure that what's written there is good and does kind of set his brand. And then he's got the journey of the fall of March. So with that, he's got a little bit of a story about his journey, which is cool. So that maybe if you didn't want to read all that, you could click on that video and you'd get a good idea of who he is and what he's about uh, without, you know, without having to read it, you could watch it. And that's kind of, that's a big power of the website is that you can say what you want to say, however you want to say it. So if you're better at speaking, or if you've got a video that kind of shows all the emotions of your music, you can just play that as your bio. It doesn't have to be a written bio like it does on Instagram, for example. So you're really in control of how you say what you want to say. So I like that he's got a video, which is kind of another way of kind of talking to you about what he is about. Uh, then you got a gallery. So this is definitely something you can do, which kind of just shows off a little bit of you. Not necessary. I reckon a better way than doing a gallery is just probably what Amy Shark did there, where you have just a few images of you within your website that look really classy and kind of hold your brand. Um, but people, as they're scrolling through looking for what they're looking for, they get that nice uh, couple of visuals of you and what you do with your music. So then at this point, he's got so this is where he's got all his music videos here. So he's got a few uh, official music videos of his own original music. He's got some covers. He's got some live stuff. So that's a really good, uh, that's a lot actually, a ton of videos there, which I think is a great way to do it. So if you want someone to figure out what you're all about, this is a cool way to do it. They can look at videos on your website and do it quickly. And like I said, not not get distracted by other things on YouTube. So I think he could probably benefit from putting some of these on his homepage if that's what he really wants people to look at rather than having to go into this tab and find it. He could almost have that come straight up so people can, as soon as they get to the website, they can have a listen. And that's all counting towards his YouTube channel, which is super cool. He doesn't have any of his actual Spotify music links here. They're all videos. So he could probably benefit maybe from putting um, some links to Spotify or embedding the Spotify player in his website or something like that, or having some pictures of the album cover. And when they click through that, it goes to uh, Spotify or something. So um, that's not bad, but he could probably just expand on that a little bit. He's got his little merch store here. So he's got this album here that he could be selling on that music page as well. 
Um, he's got a bumper sticker, which is cool, some T-shirts. So he's got a little shop. So he's set up here to make money. So if we went through that, we could actually get out our credit card or log into PayPal and actually send Robbie some money just by visiting this website. And that is super, super powerful. Like we've already mentioned, if you can actually get people to make a purchase while they're on your website because you've got something cool there for sale, uh, that's awesome. And that's the way that we we make money. Um, booking packages. So this one for Robbie, he does a lot of weddings. He's got this band that he plays with or, or, he, or he does solo shows. So this website for him is also set up for fans as well as uh, event planners, um, maybe brides looking for music for the wedding, uh, venues, that sort of thing. They all might come to this website and then click through that PDF to find out what Robbie offers and how much that might cost them. So he's, as far as like Ed Sheeran and Amy Shark are kind of too big for that maybe where they're not going to be offering just anyone a gig. Um, but yeah, when we're starting out and probably a lot of us, we want to have this sort of package potentially that people can click on and see what we're available for when it comes to a live show and, uh, you know, what we need and what they can expect if they book us for a show. So that's really cool how he's got that package. And maybe that's his fundamental thing that he wants to push. So if he wanted to land 20 weddings in a year or something, maybe on his homepage, he would have, you know, in big tech somewhere, book me for your event or book me for your venue or something like that. If, if venues and event planners are the people that he's really targeting, he could make that really obvious on that homepage or if it's fans or if he's kind of doing both, maybe, you know, well, I think one still has to be on top. So if he wants fans and audience to listen and uh, kind of engage with his music, he could have music and then straight under that book me for your show. So it's up to him what he wants to do there. But I think rather than burying it in tabs, he should have some of those important features bang on that homepage. But by no means is that a bad website. It's great that he's in the space there, robbymortimer.com, super easy URL. So that website is going to work really, really well for Robbie. Let's have a look at another one, uh, maybe a band. What about like five seconds of summer or something like that? So five seconds of summer, here we go. They've got fivesauce.com. So I just thought this might be a little bit different because they're a band. So straight away, okay, this is interesting. No Shame 2021 Tour. So their main thing, before you blink, you know, they've got a tour coming out. They want you to buy tickets to that tour. That is their main purpose for having this website. So um, I don't know too much about this band, but maybe they've put out an album last year or something and now they're touring that. So they're assuming all their main fans have already bought the album and now they're wanting to sell tickets to some shows. What's this tab do? Yeah, cool. Calm. Out now. So that's kind of buried. So the first thing they want you to see is the tour. And then from there, if you want to dive a bit further, get the album. So that's cool. They obviously want to push both those things, but more importantly, they've got the tour. So that's above the fold. What's just below the fold here? Wow. So here's all their tour dates. So uh, yeah, they've got the Australia stuff, Ireland, United Kingdom. So from there... They actually say, buy tickets to my show, and then they've listed everywhere. So they've made it really, really clear that they want you to buy tickets. That's taking up a lot of space on their website. Wherever you're from, you can just click through there and buy tickets for that show. So they're really pumping that, and that's awesome. From there, if you keep scrolling down, their latest music video there. So you can play that, or then you can view all if you want to see more. So that's a cool way to do it. They've kind of said, this is our new music video. This is what we want you to watch. Um, if you like that or if you want more, you can go through there without actually showing them all on the website. Uh, then from here, they've got 
Okay, so that's the new album, and then you can listen to that on Spotify, or it looks like you can stream it straight from the website here. Okay, so then they've got different, maybe previous albums. So that's cool. They're kind of showing. I don't. It's a bit annoying that that's stretched like that. Uh, that just might be my browser. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so you can listen to that on Spotify. So they're giving you the option to listen to all their music and take you to all their music, which is cool. They've got a few photos. Looks like album covers and stuff. Some studio things. So that's kind of cool. So they got like a little gallery there. Again, you can load more if you want. Uh, then merch, which isn't loading up for me. But uh, that, yeah, so the merch. So that's kind of, that's their priority obviously is tickets, buying the music, streaming the music, and then lastly, buying merch is kind of their, obviously their priority of what they want you to do. And then down here you can see they want you to subscribe as well. They've got their little email list um, down here. Super simple that, just chuck your email in there and then subscribe, that's really cool. And they're, they're always expandable. So they've got like, you know, view more videos view all albums, view more photos, view more merch. So they're kind of, they're showing you the main stuff that they want you to see, but then there's always the option there if you want to dive in deeper. And that's cool because it means they haven't had to clutter their website with everything. They've got pages buried and that'll all be these here. So if you clicked more music, you'd probably end up at this site. But again, they've just got that one play button up there and then all the other music. So what happens if we click teeth there? Knit it shows up the top here. So that's a really neat uh, sort of way to do the player there. Store. So what's friends of friends? Must be some sort of affiliate link they've got for something that they're, they're a part of. Uh, looks like a political a political affiliation. That's cool. I don't, don't know anything about American politics, so that's no good for me. Yeah, so that's cool. They can kind of, and that's the other power of it as well. You can just link to whatever. So if, you're, if your music, your branding is really passionate about whatever it is, your website has an opportunity to, you know, bring that to the forefront and make sure your fans can connect with the things that are important to you. So that's really cool. You can kind of link off to causes or something that's really important to you. Then if we go to high over the years, the band connected in different ways. Yeah. So this is where they want you to be. They're kind of saying, we want to connect with you. We want, uh, you know, to know our fans and to, to speak with you. So chuck your email in here, get on that mailing list and they can do that. So I don't know, they might offer live streams or something in there. There's so many options you can do with your core fan base once you get them inside your mailing list. And it's just such a better way than, than thinking that your core fan base is your guys on Instagram. Because I follow a bunch of guys on Instagram that I'd probably never pay to go and see their show. I'd probably never buy a hoodie of theirs. I like them. They're cool. I'm happy to know what's going on, but I'm not a sold out true super fan. Whereas by the time you stick in your email in here, you probably are. So when you want to put your effort into trying to sell your tickets or trying to sell your merch or trying to plug your new CD, the people on your mailing list are absolutely your warmest uh, sort of audience, most likely to make that transaction of cash with you. So that's really cool. And then what's live? Oh, that's all. That's, yeah. So they've got a tab just to say all their shows. And what's this? Is this a video of them playing live. So they're really pushing that live thing. So I reckon that'll probably do us. I looked at four websites there. Hopefully that's given you some inspiration to do something with your own website. And again, you can see just how important it is just to make sure that you know what you want to say with your website. What is your main 
thing. And I, I just love that you can add your own branding into that. So you can say what you want to say and make it look like you and your art. You can make it look like uh, how your fans are used to seeing you. This is in your branding, but you're really not boxed into having it be the same as everywhere else. So, you know, you don't, on Instagram, it looks like Instagram. YouTube looks like YouTube and you can do your own colors and you can do overlays with your fonts over pictures or whatever, but this gives you just complete control of where you want to have stuff and how you want to have it, which I think is really good. So think about what your purpose is. Make sure that it, it does survive that blink test. So before someone has time to blink, they've figured out what the main thing you want them to do is when they get to your website. Uh, let's talk more in a future episode about this mailing list and how to set that up. We might even look at some website builders coming up and just you know maybe analyze a few different options to see which is the best way for you to make a website. But hopefully out of this, you got that. It is super important. It is just a real asset for you to have as a music artist. Um, and it's important to make that purposeful. So that's it from me. I'm making short episodes every week, 15 to 20 minutes, just talking about going from musician to artist, just leveling up and just going, you know, step by step, what can we do to make our music more effective, to kind of walk closer to doing music for a living or doing music uh, more than we are now or whatever it is you want to go. Um, hopefully this content on this channel will get you there. So subscribe to keep up to date. Make some music this week and we will talk again soon.